to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and I'm joined, this is a special one, guys, by the entire Haunted Hangover squad. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's a me. Which is obviously my bud, Dave, and so. my sister, Sam, and Hi. of course, we've got Tommy Valley, a.k.a. Tommy Knuckles, a.k.a. K-A. Tommy Jackal. Tommy Cheese Man, a.k.a. Tommy Cheese It's, a.k.a. Tommy Sugar Boy, a.k.a. Oh a.k.a. Tommy Brussels Sprouts, a.k.a. Like Tommy Cauliflower, a.k.a. Tommy, Tommy Snatch Your Girl. Yo, Tommy, why are you snatching everyone's girl, though? That's what I want to know. It's a problem. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, keep keep your ladies away from this from this man. Keep them tight. <laughs> keep them real tight. T- Tommy's out here snatching them. Oh, <laughs> but yes, this is the the first time we're all together on an episode of the podcast. Is it really? Or yeah. in the podcast? Yeah. yeah. This is, yes, this, so is, podcast. this is a fun episode. This is definitely going to be a be a fun one. This is going to be our uh, Halloween hangout episode. Uh, That's right. A bunch of people, a bunch of listeners submitted questions to us so we're gonna we we got some good ones in the bunch we got some some fun questions here and we're gonna answer them and um just talk some uh some nonsense but before we get into the questions right now we're we're in the thick of it it's about mid late october how is uh everyone's halloween season going tom how's your halloween season going it's going pretty good. I've done a haunted house. I'm on my 14th pumpkin. I'm doing one every day <laughs> yes. of the month because I'm a madman and a lunatic, and I apparently don't appreciate money. Um, <laughs> Tommy Madman Lunatic. That's a new yeah. one. <laughs> but uh, I'm watching a bunch of movies and just having a good time, doing what I can. I plan on going to some parties. I'm putting my costume okay. together. Yeah. Okay. What, Tom, two questions. Yeah. What are you dressing up as, and how much have you dropped on ja- on pumpkins so far for your jack o' lantern project? Um, my costume. <laughs> give us a figure. Be, I don't want to give a figure. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Are pumpkins that expensive? I don't know. It's, I don't think I've depends. ever bought a pumpkin a car. Uh, really? I try to get them as cheap as possible, but like sometimes you're in a rush and the store sells them for like fourteen bucks. Didn't you? Go. Didn't you work out a plan? With our local nursery hicks. Yeah, but they were even with their plan, it was still very expensive. So I just told them I, I it's they are way too expensive. Dude, so I, I, let's just, I, mm-hmm. wait, I wait, guess wait, it depends wait, how big the pumpkin is. Let's just rewind here for a second. This is how dedicated our man is. He worked was gonna work out a plan with a nursery <laughs> to buy wholesale pumpkins because my man is dedicated. And it was gonna. It, it was. That's not a bad idea. It almost went through, but the problem is they. They even with the discount on wholesale, it's still more expensive. They, like a pumpkin, yeah. like their pumpkins are very expensive. So like it's the best of the best. They are. They actually twenty percent off. Twenty percent off of a like thirty dollar pumpkin still is not that great when like right. some Five markets 31. sell them. Some markets sell them for like five ninety nine. Yeah. But but yeah, Tom, I've always bought like, little baby pumpkins. But but Tom, I, I when I go to stop and shop, I see ja- like pumpkins. I keep saying jack on there's pumpkins for like two for ten. I'm surprised they're so expensive. That's what I'm saying. I go to like I go to supermarkets or like I'm gonna make a trip out east sometime next week and just buy a whole bunch because they're cheap when you go out to Listen, those big farms. 
Tom came over the other night and he carved a jack-o'-lantern in my kitchen and he said to me, I have another uh, another pumpkin in my car if you want one. And I was just like, amazing. I'm not going to front though. Like, 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 like pumpkin patches. Like when you go to pick up a pumpkin, they're always expensive. Like I just bought one and it was 10 bucks for one big pumpkin. So yeah, it's, it's always cheaper to just go to the supermarket. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you go apple picking, which I, 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 I do not like apple picking. And when you go <laughs> apple picking, they charge you like $30 to enter enter the orchid, orchids yeah. or whatever it's called. That's without the, pump, can, without the apples. Right. And then you're literally buying, like they give you the bag, oh, as many as you can fit in the bag, which only fits like fucking 10. So yeah. you could go to the fucking store and the apples are much cleaner. Are much fresher, <laughs> and you get them for the fraction of the price. It's such and then a you have like four days to finish finish like yeah. thirty apples, which is not yeah, it's a possible. Shame. Dave, it's for the experience. That's yeah. why they're charging you pumpkin that much. Pick, no, listen, pumpkin picking is a, a different story. I loved, I do love going into a pumpkin patch and yeah, finding fuck you know, apples though. The <laughs> apple picking is I could do without that. I don't without that. <laughs> Sammy. Yeah. How's your how's your October and Halloween season Thank been you. so far? You know, Lewis, I thought you'd never ask, to be honest. <laughs> um, it's been pretty good. I feel like I started prematurely with like the pumpkin coffees, the pumpkin treats, the pumpkin beer. I think um, we all have. So really, like, so by the time yeah. October first came, I was like, oh, I'm over it. Um, but I I went to Comic Con to start off the month of October. That's always fun. Dave, you were also there. I'm sad I missed you. I completely you. agree. Now let, let me just say one thing. Tell me. I, yeah. I have a feeling you're gonna agree with me. Uh, going to so for me it's for the last like ten years now. Mm-hmm. Going to Comic Con has always been like the best way to welcome in October because it's like right. the best event and it's just like all these amazing things are gonna happen and it mm-hmm. starts with Comic Con. Always. That, that, yeah. I, I see it the same way. I'm just like, oh, it's the fir- always the first weekend of October. I also yep. have been going for like 10 years now um, yep. without last year. And I'm like, we're starting off with a bunch of like, you know, nerds in costumes. They always plan um, a meet and greet or an event or a panel that somehow is spooky or revolved around Halloween. Mm-hmm. They're very strategic in that. Um, so yeah, so, so far it's been really good and I'm super excited for Halloween. I'm actually throwing a party for the first time. So every week I'm like putting a little bit into the party fund. I'm so excited. Great. Yeah. I like it. It's been fun. Tom, Tom, I don't think you, uh, did you, you you didn't tell us what you're dressing up as. Oh, Oh, you didn't. um, Marty McFly. Oh, that's perfect. Tommy McFly. Tommy yeah. McFly is another name to the another name to the Tommy DeLorean. Tommy, Tom, Tommy Hoverboard. Oh, I can't wait to call you Tommy Hoverboard. <laughs> that's the best one. I love that. Sammy, awesome. what are you dressing up as? I'm going to be uh, Dr. Frankenfooter. There we go. Nice. There's that, nothing quite cooler than a girl dressing up as a guy and dressing up as a girl. <laughs> okay. Dave, <laughs> I, you, you talked about where you're dressing up as in your uh, oh, in, yeah. in the last episode. First, you already talked about it. <laughs> first couple, first couple's costume. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sheila is going as Junior from Problem Child and the Devil and the Devil outfit, and I am going as the Bow Tie oh, wow. Killer, the Bow Tie <laughs> oh, Killer wow. from Problem Child. So yeah, we're pretty excited for that. We that is amazing. Yeah, we're we're very we're very stoked. We were originally. 
Sheila was going to be Gallagher. Uh, you know, the guy that smashes fruit with the big mallet. Sheila was going to be Gallagher, <laughs> and I was going to be, a, like, one of, like, the like the people in the crowd with, the, like, a smock on and, like, fruit all over me. <laughs> That's great. We were going to do that. We, that that might be in the in the bag still for another Halloween, but it was it, th- th- those were on the table. You should have been a watermelon. You just get a watermelon. I could have. Yeah. I think it would have been funnier, funnier to, to walk around with, like, pieces of fruit all over my, uh, you know, oh my rain God, jacket so or funny. something. How, how would you achieve that? Like, what would you have done? I don't done? know. Just fucking yeah. literally go, just buy fruit, smash it up, and throw it on my uh, rain jacket and let it dry and get gross. Probably have she, have Sheila really, like, smash fruit in front of you. Get authentic pieces of fruit flying at you and just keep them on you the whole night. It'd be fucking hilarious. What about you, I, Lou? I still have no clue. I was just about That's to say every year with Louie. Yeah. You're going to go my, as my like sister. Ne- you're going to go as Negan or something cuz you have a beard. No. Never. I have to say, I have to say, I have never met someone who loves Halloween so much and never really prepares for what to wear for Halloween. Like yeah, if worst. that. If Come on, that. Lou. I think yeah. like the most prepared if like I'm talking about in your adulthood, not when you're a kid cuz you know mom did most of the work for that. But yeah, in yeah, your adulthood, <laughs> the most preparing I think I've ever seen you do is when you dressed up as Negan. Like a week before, you were like, oh man, do you have a red bandana? I was like, wow, <laughs> look at you preparing. That was a last remember, minute yo, costume, too. Andrea was I mad know. at you, too. She I remember I remember coming to your I remember coming to your party and you're like, yo, Andrea is, is mad at me because I'm Negan. <laughs> and well, I'm like, why? Because he because, killed because he killed Glenn. Yeah, because she was dude, she stopped watching the show I when they killed that. that character off and was so mad at me because I dressed as the dude that killed him. That's amazing. <laughs> dude, that death affected her. That's why she stopped watching the show because that was like her that's favorite amazing. character. I think that's so, kind of when I ended it too, actually. Yeah, I stopped yeah, watching but, after but that. But it's in the book. Too. That whole scene's in the book. Everybody that's read the book should know that that, that scene is coming. She's never read the comic book, so she oh, had okay. she had no idea. So, but yeah, she was uh, super pissed off at me about that that night. But yeah, Damn, what? I forgot I, about I, honestly, that. Honestly, that was a last minute decision too, because we were having the Halloween party, and I didn't. have But it was costume, still like, so was like a good four days before. I was impressed. Yeah, yeah. Normally, you're like an hour before. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna do a little skull face, <laughs> and maybe I'll put a little skull shirt on. I'm like, okay, let's. Her and I were talking about dressing up as like midsummer, so like she was gonna dress up as Florence Pugh's character, and then I was gonna dress up as like a in, like a bear suit, that's like awesome. a, like to do a couples thing. But yeah. that still hasn't been set in stone, so who the <laughs> hell knows? It might change in the next couple days. I have no clue what we're gonna do. Okay. I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll figure it out, <laughs> and when and when I do, I'll be sure to tell everyone. Okay. Uh, and you guys will know what I dress up as. I'm sure so. But yeah, let, let's jump into some of these questions because oh, we, yeah. we, we have a, we've got a lot here. Quite a few. Um, Dave and I are going to jump back and forth in Wait, between. Did we, to say, let, did we to actually let say that this was going to be the Q&A episode? I don't know if we did. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, we he, did. Said, he said he had some questions from fans. Okay, well, either yeah, way, yeah. We, we're doing, this yeah. is a fun laid back episode. We're going to be yeah. answering some questions from Twitter and Instagram. And we had the rest of the Haunted Hangover crew. This is, and it's already been fun, so expect more of this. Lou, yeah, jump like, into these questions. The, the, the title of this episode was just going to be, again, Halloween Hangout. I think I said it earlier. That's how I have so. it in my notes. Mm-hmm. Halloween Hangout. The Haunted, haunted Hangout. I, I, I have it Haunted Hangout. That's why I have my phone in my hand, because I'm reading off my notes. So there you go. Cl- close enough, Dave. <laughs> 
So yeah, so, so Dave, I, I'll take the first question uh, sure. on the list here for us. And uh, I, I believe that, yeah, the first batch here are all from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, I think the last two on my list, there's two extra questions. Uh, when we get to them, I'll let you know. That uh, I don't but, know, right. I do not yeah, know Yeah, you don't know questions. those. But uh, there's also three questions that you and I have answered yes. in, in previous episodes that Tom and Sam are going to answer on their own. All right, so let, let's jump into this first one. Sure. And the first question is from underscore Sam Franz. Great uh, dude. And the, yeah, he is a good dude, always supporting the show. And his question is, horror remakes you prefer over the original? Okay. Tom. Yeah. What what's a horror remake you prefer over the original? Like obviously the the most obvious answer is always going to be like oh you know the thing which is true you know I I I don't have a lot of love for the original the thing it's you know it's just kind of a cut and dry boring fifties movie <laughs> but I have a controversial <laughs> pick I have a very controversial pick and I think it's because I love Anton Yelkin but I really do. That's like the watching the the new Fright Night a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the original okay. is great. It's a classic. It's got its charm. It's an eighties classic. But I dig. I really dig the 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 new Fright Night. It was a lot of fun. Great soundtrack. It just had a different. It was a very different vibe with the same story. So I, that's why I don't mind it. Hmm. Okay. It's funny. I've, I, I've seen only it. seen it. Yeah, I've only seen it once, seen it. and I don't remember it at all. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know Anton anything. Yelkin was in it. I, yeah. I'm also a big fan of him. I, that, I actually, that makes me want to see it. Yeah, yeah see it. Yeah. it it's it's going to be, that's one of those movies I have to revisit. I think I rented yeah, it. Yeah, I when think it came I've out. seen it once too. Yeah. Tom, that no, came I out of what? To. 2011. Right? 2011. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's 10 years Good old year. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's been, uh, it's been a while. I, I, I have to revisit it. I feel like it's had a resurgence recently and more people are appreciating it. And I have a feeling it has to do with Anton Yelchin. That's probably why people yeah. are, 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 are loving it or enjoying it more now a decade later. You know, that, sure. I feel like that happens with movies. Time passes and, oh, you know, people eventually appreciate it down the line. So that's a good pick, Tom. We all, we all mm-hmm. need to revisit that one. So Yeah. Yeah. What that's about good. you, Sammy? What, what's okay. your um, pick? So th- th- this, was, this was a harder one for me, too. Um, do, are we, can we count foreign films? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. So I don't get scared easily, but the first time that I watched The Ring, I couldn't sleep for like four days <laughs> or a week, right? Because of the tape. Um, I really, like, I don't know why I've seen just about everything there is to see in that movie scared the shit out of me. That. The remake of that film or like made made for, you know, um, English audiences was significantly scarier to me than mm-hmm. the original film. That the original mm-hmm. film, I think, and, and I don't know, maybe it's like a little bias because I watched the, the remake before I watched Ringu. But when yeah. I watched Ringu, I was like, well, this isn't as scary as, yeah, this isn't yeah. as, scary as the other one. And, and I think a lot of it also had to just do with like the special effects of it because they did not come out that far apart, right? So um, I think it was like four years. Am I wrong? 
It might have been so like I think there's something. Like I don't that, know yeah. the time yeah. span, but yeah, it think, wasn't it wasn't that, that long. But I think that I think that the remake was a lot scarier than the original. So I really liked it. Okay, that was okay. mine. That was mine. I'll, just because there's just not a lot of remakes that. Are I, I I prefer the American. I, I love both of them, but I prefer yeah. the the remake over the and the the yeah. the original's perfect. It's a perfect film too. But it's I, I'm a big fan of the remake. I honestly, when I was thinking about this, I didn't even think about the ring. So that's a good pick, Sammy. <laughs> you know what's funny about the ring? Uh, we Sheila and I went to a haunt uh, last week called Reaper's Revenge, which was amazing. We drove mm-hmm. two hours mm-hmm. to go over there. Is it, so, in, is it in, where was it, in Pennsylvania? It's in, I'm sorry, yes, it's in Pennsylvania. Okay, um, cool. And it's a hayride slash multiple haunt walks, whatever. And they did a thing with the ring, and you don't see that often at haunts. Mm-hmm. And literally, they stop you dead in the forest, and they have the video playing of the ring, and then suddenly the well, is in, it, it lights up, and then someone comes out, and the girl was awesome. The girl that was doing oh, the uh, what's her name Samara I think or or uh, I think her name Samara. is Samara. Samara. Yeah. 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 So she comes out and she comes up on the fucking hayride and she's dragging herself to everybody and her. That's amazing. It was great. It was great. <laughs> That's so funny you say that. Sorry, I don't want to go too off topic, but it's okay. We, it's the tangent. We, I don't ever really see. I don't ever. That's that's a good point. We don't really see that character that's what I'm in the film represent a lot in haunts, but when it was more, when it was newer. Me and Louie actually went to a yeah, haunt. I was about I to talk about that. I don't remember where it was, but he knows how much that movie scared the shit out yeah. of me. Um, you want me to tell the story, Sammy? Because yeah, I remember please, where it was. Yeah, please, I would love. You probably, you probably remember better than I do. So, so <laughs> Sammy, you were what, like? I think it was 16. It was the first time I actually even yeah. went to a, like a haunt, like yeah, a real yeah. haunt. We went on like the 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 old school like on a track but not like walk through haunt because i was too scared before that so so i I don't know if i've told this story on the on the podcast but the name of this place was terror dome and it was up near the catskills in upstate new york right Mm -hmm. and one of the i believe they had a giant haunted barn they had Mm -hmm. some other haunt that was a like pitch black kind of walkthrough type deal where you can't see anything. And then mm-hmm. the third haunt was like a movie theater. They yeah. built this room awesome. and they had chairs and everyone sit like sat down and you watched a screen. And what they did was they played these clips, right? And they'd have like Halloween played and they had Michael My- a guy dressed up as Michael Myers come out. They had a guy dressed up as Freddy and you know, all the iconic slasher movie villains and horror characters. So, again, like, like, my, like my sister just said, she had never been to a haunt before. She was terrified of the Samara character from the American Ring. And out of nowhere, we see the tape, like you described, Dave, like you just saw recently, from the movie. And out of nowhere, from like underneath, it was like, I think underneath the ground or something, there was like a hole mm-hmm. in the floor. It was like orchestra. There was like a baby orchestra. Yeah. And she like, yeah. She basically popped up out of it. She, she, come, she comes up and she's walking slow, all creepy, like in the movie. And my sister, she has a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Sammy, you were terrified. Like, you were, was, almost at, you were almost about to start crying. I think I, I, think I might have. I, I, also, I also think I stood up and like 
walked out of the theater because I was like, I think I'm good. No, no, no. You didn't walk out. <laughs> Mom didn't let you. Our mother didn't let her leave. But the I wanted was, to. The, the the actress dressed up as Samara oh, she did saw good, her man. like overreacting and freaking out and went right up to her like literally and all I yeah, look just asking for it dude yeah I'm laughing because my sister is like having a panic attack she's like oh my god just screaming and I couldn't breathe out. that's so, amazing that's the little uh that's our little ring story yeah. for the show because that was pretty. That is funny. I th- I feel like she. I'll never forget be. that, but like, yeah. I like that Dave brought that up because yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's so true. We never really see it again, and it yeah, is you know. an amazing horror film. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, they, she so should good. be incorporated Holy. in more like For haunts sure. and stuff like that. For sure. For sure. But Dave, what's uh, your pick for a horror right. remake you prefer over the original? All right, I might catch a little a little uh, <laughs> flack for this one. Um, I'm not sure if um, it's quite a remake, but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation. Um, eh. I like this movie more than the original Texas Chainsaw <gasps> Massacre. Um, this is why I said I'm going to catch flack for this. Um, <laughs> People, like, I've heard people say it's a remake. I've heard people say, like, I, I'm pretty sure Kim Henkel wanted to, like, you know what? Maybe it's more comparable to the second one because I know he hates the second one. Mm. So, either way, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> um, I think it's better than the original in every way. Uh, I love the atmosphere. I love Matthew McConaughey's batshit crazy fucking <laughs> acting in that. I love how dirty the movie feels. It's just a great movie. Also, the port the portrayal of Leatherface is the best portrayal of Leatherface in every single movie there's a, there is of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So that's my that's my choice. I hope that's okay. <laughs> I, I I'm sure some people would consider that more of a sequel than a. Yeah, I would, I would say but, it's more of a sequel, but I would say I I I think it's still great. I don't I don't know if it's better than the original, but it's I think it's still great, <laughs> and I think it still stands true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. I you haven't know, watched I, it in I, so long. I don't think. All right, so like that's why like I was I, I was going on about I was like, all right, what can I go? I, I wanted to choose something that you and you know how I usually go. About yeah, things. yeah, yeah. I always go about things. I usually kind of go a little out of the box when I cho- make my choices. So. It's not exactly a remake, but people have compared it. People compare it to the original all the time. So that's kind of yes. why yeah. I just was like, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to compare these two. So I prefer this this than the um, the original. That's just me. Yeah. That's a, that's a, 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 a unique move. pick. A unique. I, I'm trying to think. Have we ever talked about your love for uh, Texas Chainsaw, The Next Generation I'm sure the podcast? I'm, I'm sure I've I'm sure, mentioned it before. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's come up. Uh, my right, picks. Louis. I have two. I cheated a little bit. I picked two. <gasps> I picked I two, two movies. Too. That's not fair. <laughs> Damn, boy. Go, go, go. I have a quick answer for both of them. I'm not gonna. It's not all. It's not long winded or anything. But my uh, my first pick is The Blob from 1988. I prefer. Ooh, that, the, that's a great the, choice. I didn't even think that's of that. a good yeah, pick. Yeah, I prefer yeah. the. I I enjoy the one from the 50s with like Steve McQueen. It's a fun mm-hmm. movie. It's great. 
I just gravitate more towards the 1988 remake because that's like that was a, that was out when I was a kid. Like I remember seeing yeah. that one first. Yeah. So maybe that's mm-hmm. why. Okay. I love that one way more, and uh, it's also got better. Like I, the effects are obviously better. It's gory. It's just right. a great movie. I always preferred yeah. it. And my second pick is Willard from 2003. <gasps> I went a little more. That's so yeah, good. I went I've a little more deep cut. Yeah, dude, yeah. Crispin Glover as Willard. Come on. Yeah, that's such a good one. It's am- the original Willard is kind of boring, if I'm being honest. Like, it, I no, it, it, it totally out. is. It's very yeah, boring. It's, it's and it's also not like like gruesome enough, but it's nah, not dirty nah, enough yeah. for the it's concept of this. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's awesome. That's a great Willard pick. from from O three is even better than Ben. I think the the original Ben, which was I think Willard was. I forget which one came first, if it was Ben or Willard, because they're, they're, they're actually, I think one's a sequel. I forget because I'm mm-hmm. not that much of a fan of the original films. But Willard, 2000, Willard 2003, great, great one. pick. Great movie. So okay. better than the original. <laughs> um, Dave, what's the next question we got? Sure. So if you can change one horror origin story, which would you change and why? Um, I need to go last. Okay. Uh, Do you want me to go first on this one? Oh, who is this question from? This was from. uh, Oh, this was from uh, Booze Bros and Bill. Chris. Okay. It's from Chris. Chris's uh, podcast. Our boy Chris. Okay, so you're gonna have to assist me on these because I did not write down who wrote these. No worries. I just wrote down the questions. Yeah, that that was from from Chris. Go check out his podcast, Booze Bros and Bill. He's he's been on the show before. Chris rules. Yes. Um, so okay. So th- again, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of choosing something that's not exactly <laughs> you know exactly sticking to this question, but here it goes. Yeah. So not quite a change, but more so why I want to know a little more why and maybe why the f- character maybe for me needs to be fleshed out. But that's Michael Myers. I <laughs> understand. The minimal and mysterious approach to Michael just being someone who is pure evil, but there's literally no context to anything. And I would truly like to know why he is the way he is and why he can't die. Just something. Give me something. I want to know why Michael Myers is the boogeyman. Yeah. The, the series definitely tried that. But they're yeah, all right. over ever the place. It, I was going to say that. I was going to say, like, we, if we're just kind of like, just simplifying it to like the first film. Yeah. Why can't he die? Definitely a big question, okay? But then it kind of just gets really messy after that, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. who is this I think, guy? I think <laughs> they tried to give it an answer in Halloween 6, but that right. was so... Uh, I, I love aesthetically the theater cut of Halloween 6. It's a fun movie, it's dumb, but I enjoy the shit out of it. Producer's mm-hmm. cut is not worth it. I don't, I'm, I'm not... That incestual reasoning and that cult, it was... I think they were scarred so badly by that movie, they decided to never attempt to explain Michael again. (laughs) Even though Rob Zombie... And I revisited the movies this year. The first half of the first Halloween, his Halloween, is actually really good. Him and Dr. Loomis, those are very powerful scenes. Mm -hmm. I just don't care for the second half, which is like a rushed remake with the worst female dialogue I've ever heard. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Rob Zombie's reason for Michael Myers existing is because he's basically like the child of a broken home, like a white trash, like 
everyone's just horrible in his household, which was kind mm-hmm. of like a serial killer reason for what yeah. he did, like just a shitty upbringing. But yeah, it's more of like a psychological yeah. standpoint that Rob Zombie really did. I think he did. He did have this nice. I think there was a tender moment in that remake where the last cut, like touch to humanity, yeah. Michael had was Lori. Was Lori? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when she destroys that, that kind of just completely sends him into like the ma- like the the boogeyman, the monster that we know him as. You know, there's good elements in that movie. I just, it's God. He can't write women for <laughs> shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Eh, All right, well. Tom, what's your answer then? <laughs> what what origin story would you change and why? Honestly, I thought about it and I'm like, I I don't mind most origin stories. I think they're all fine. But I think maybe I'm cursed by this the god-awful 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. But I would really <laughs> like to erase the idea. Like, being a child murderer is bad enough. Like, that's what makes Freddy Krueger like this monster. But now it's like, oh, pedophile. It's like, we don't, I don't want this. Just get rid of that. Because it's like, now you feel gross dressing up as Freddy Krueger. It's like, yeah, in 2010, he was a, he was a child predator. It's like, great. I, this was terrible. I don't want this. That movie shouldn't that. exist. That, that yeah. movie doesn't need to, uh. Be, that movie shouldn't be a thing, so whatever. No. That movie sucked. All right, Sammy, what uh, what's your pick for this question? Okay, so I struggled so much with this because, like Tom said, there's not a lot of origin stories. Like, it's hard to imagine a different origin if you liked it so much to begin with, right? But I think I'm going to go with Carrie. Okay. Ooh. I feel like... It's very briefly mentioned in the novel that it's usually passed on genetically, her telekinetic powers. Mm. But we never really talk about how she got these powers specifically. So I think it would have been a great opportunity for them to kind of manipulate the story. And maybe just again, this is kind of like a what if situation. Mm -hmm. Maybe make it that her mother is so batshit crazy and religious because she was in a similar situation and she turned to God because okay. of these powers. That's a unique pick. I like that. Something we can do with that story. There's just not enough. How does she get this? Why does she get this? I think I would. I would have loved to see like the top, the mom or the how she got it genetically. Like yeah, introduced into the story. That's a that's a that's a unique one. I like that. Cool. It would also be a nice uh, commentary on the repression of the female identity and sexuality, especially like, because that's what makes Carrie special is this power. But then because of like everything that happens, it's like a weapon. But it's like this comment, like, oh, her mother was doing the same thing, repressing it with religion. It's like repressing her individuality and identity. Mm-hmm. Through yeah, this it could it could have been it could have yeah. been like a good opportunity for them to kind of like do a prequel. I mean, a sequel on that. Or prequel, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Good pick, Sammy. Good pick. Yeah. I sure. was struggling with that one. Uh, my my difference or the origin story I would change. Uh, Jason, I'd make him a zombie the entire time. Like that whole timeline is so weird because early on he's like a mongoloid beast that just kept growing and living in the wild, and then he died, and they brought him back as a zombie. I think he should have just died when he was a kid, came back as a zombie, and then just ex- existed the entire franchise the way Jason is, but just as that zombie. 
I was always okay. just more of a fan okay. of Zombie Jason, to me personally. Yeah, I just, yeah part six, seven are my favorite Jason, so. Yeah, yeah, like that's, that's. I think most people like the, the Zombie Jason more, so they should have just kept him as like this undead force the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just me. That's what that's what I no, would have uh, like gone too. with. So, you know. Cool. Great so, answers, guys. Yeah, very very good answers, everyone. Good question. <laughs> that was a very good question. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Chris, if you're listening to this. Very Thanks, Chrissy P. Chrissy P. Coming through with the uh, the the convo starter with that question. All right. So the uh, the next question, pretty simple one here from uh, Stephen G. Wolf. The question is, favorite universal monster? Tom, what's your favorite universal monster? The Wolfman. Okay. I love the Wolfman. I mean, like, why why am I drawing a blank on his name now? I was literally just talking about him. Lawrence Talbot? The actual character? No, the the actor, the actor, the actor. Oh, Lon Chaney Jr. Yo, Lon Lon Chaney Jr., what an incredible performance. Like, he delivers so much emotion in just his deliverance and his facial expressions. But, like, because he is a tragic character. He's this guy who just literally, he literally just wants to die. He wants his curse to end. But he has to carry this burden and this tragedy of, like, becoming the Wolfman. And how this, like, monster like brutalizes like these villages and these people's lives mm-hmm. i think it's, he's my favorite monster like it's there's a dated factor with these movies like aesthetically they're fun to have on and watch sometimes but it's hard to actually like that's my biggest problem with the original dracula it's hard to sit and actually <laughs> watch it because it is like this was before like scores were really a thing not really many sound effects it was very mm-hmm. like aside from a few amazing shots and scenes and dialogue it's like uh, it's just it's long, but um, <laughs> but the Wolfman I actively enjoy watching from start to finish, and I love anything the Wolfman is in, and it's also unique because like Dracula is based off the you know the you know the Dracula Frankenstein are based off of you know old English books, but the Wolfman is in, in a way it's its own creation based on old folklore of yeah. the werewolf, but there is no like the Wolfman book. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick, Tom. What about you, Sammy? Um, okay, so I feel like I'm kind of like cliche for saying this, but it's going to be Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> All right. Um, that's a good because one. Because I feel like, to me, that's like the earliest representation of like spooky being absolutely stunning and yeah. just like beautiful. We're yeah. seeing like a beautiful spooky character. It's not mm-hmm. meant to be scary or terrifying. It's just like an honest, uh, sweet kind of, you know, I don't know, icon. So that's that's my pick for sure. The funny thing about The Bride of Frankenstein, too, is that she's only in like two minutes of the movie at the very end. But it's so powerful. So powerful. Really iconic, too. Because like she's only there for like the ending. But there's that moment because the idea is we're building a bride for the monster. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna, he needs a bride. He needs someone to love. She's mm-hmm. brought into this world and immediately asserts her. She's like asserting her identity. Like yeah. no, she rejects the creature, yeah. and that mm-hmm. the creature himself reflects. Like what have I done? Yeah. And yeah. He ref, he, yeah. You know this creature. Well, I was that forced to. Yeah. It's like an arranged marriage. Sp- 
he didn't speak at all in the first movie. Now all of a sudden he has reflection and he goes, what have I done? He learns more than fucking Henry Frankenstein did in any of those movies. It's definitely a bummer of an ending. So (laughs) it's not the happiest. What about you, Dave? So aesthetically, I like the Universal Monsters. But like Mm -hmm. if you were to ask me, oh, like, are you into them? No. I'm not. Yeah. Um, I figured. As, he, as he's wearing yeah. a Dracula hat. Um, well, it's because it's me, really. Because my mom dressed me up, literally. Whoever's watching the video when they watch us on YouTube literally dressed me up as this. So that's why I chose Dracula. Because, I, you know, ever since I was a kid, my mom always had me dress up as Dracula. Different different iterations of Dracula. I was an all-white. I had all-white shirt and black, yeah. a black bat hanging from my neck. Uh, then I was the classic Dracula, but I just, I, I you know, Dracula's a cool ghoul. Um, vampires are cool. Uh, I like the lore of them. So I, I go with Dracula. Like I said, I'm not a big Universal Monsters fan. Um, but Dracula, that's, that's my choice. <laughs> that's my choice. I'm sticking with it. And uh, I'm giving a shout out to my mom for uh, coming up with interesting ways, like hanging a bat on your son's neck. Because I don't know if Dracula actually did that, Mom. But thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I used it as a cassette cover for my last album. That's how (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. So so I'm pretty sure we've talked about it in a previous episode. Your your mom's love. I'll never, I'll never not, never not talk about it. Your mom's love, uh, love of dressing up as Dracula. (laughs) Yeah, for years. Lou, what's your pick? So, unlike you, I'm a, I'm a big Universal Monsters fan. I own the box set with, like, all of them. I've watched all of them. It's tough for me because I, I'm one of those people that, like, bounce around. I can't choose one. Um, I've always been a big fan of, like, the creature. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Sure. Just Ooh. in general. Just kind of what they've done with him. How in the original film, you know, it's just them looking for, like, this kind of cryptozoology type myth. And then in the second one, they like they take him to like a, a Sea World tr- like type aquarium deal, and he attacks everyone. He's always just been a really kind of hokey character, but I've always gravitated towards him. I also love Frankenstein, the monster. Like I think that's an iconic design. You don't even have to like watch uh, any of the movies to appreciate them. Yeah, they're all good. Aesthetically, they're all, yeah. they're all cool. I don't think you necessarily have to watch the movies or be someone like me that's familiar with like the entire, like, all the series to appreciate the designs and, and sure. the characters themselves. And I'm also a big Wolfman fan. I like all of them. It's, it's hard for me to really – I like The Mummy. I like The Invisible Man. I like, I like all of them. It's hard for me to really yeah. point one, but I, I gravitate you know, you know towards The Creature and Frankenstein. I wonder why – like a witch was le- like omitted from like the universal monsters why there wasn't a witch yeah. character because I, I feel like it, a witch is more is more of a thing than the creature from the black lagoon like i, I feel like I, that's I more actually, of a classic monster i actually or, do have somewhat of an answer to that i would um, lo- i'm glad i asked it's um because i was watching a thing and i was looking into like how like halloween and monster like imagery has become part of our pop culture and before the Universal Monsters kind of cemented themselves in the zeitgeist of American pop culture in like the 60s and 70s, uh, you would see like pumpkins and witches were kind of the staple of the season. Like those, you look back at a lot of older decorations, 
you would see more of that. And then the transition kind of happened to the Universal Monsters. Why there was no female-led monster movie, I I think there there were attempts. Like you like even in in these movies, there are witches or like you know gypsy yeah. you know dark magicians. Sure. Like the Wolfman gets cursed by a witch gypsy, but I think it. I don't know if it's. I'm not entirely sure why there was no standalone witch. I think it's also because a lot of them were based off like aside aside from the Wolfman and the Mummy. These were based off of books. I don't think there was like a particular yeah. book that yeah. was accessible. Okay. Because if you think about it, those books were written like only like 30, 50 yeah. years before those movies were made. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, if we if we think about when these films were made, you know, it was like damsel in distress. Women were I, yeah. I it's kinda horrible to say, but like women weren't the reality of Yeah, it's yeah. the reality yeah. of the time. It was like women were like looked at, I guess, differently from like they were looked at differently from men during those times. So I guess women were like the romantic interest or like the victim or like Dracula's daughters or bride. Cause there mm-hmm. are films like the daughter of Dracula, I think. And I, I don't remember if that's a universal monster movie or a hammer film because hammer was the seventies, but much later, which is great. There were like female led monster movies. So it's just the, I get what is it? Like the, like the thirties and forties were, a very misogynistic time. So I, that's why I think there were no like female-led monsters. Right, I think that's part monsters. of it. That Perhaps. definitely is part sure. of it. Yeah. And yeah, even look at the bride of Frankenstein. She was just the bride like you said. of yeah. Frankenstein. So, and she was only in the movie for two minutes. So right. yeah. that kind of tells you where they were in Hollywood at the time. I'm here to help you. Help yourself, fucker! This one was asked by the wonderful living Drea. Andrea, baby girl. Yes. She asked, who is your favorite final girl or boy and why? And I really like this question. I think this is the best question we've got asked. I think so too. So, you know what? Louie, you're going to start this one. Yeah. So, I went with a deep guy. Kind of. It was, uh, I went with Linda Blair as Marty Ooh. in Hell Knight from 1981. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I chose, I chose her just because I'm a huge fan of Hell Knight and I didn't want to go like a typical, I didn't want to go like a typical, like Laurie Strode. I didn't want to go with that. I wanted to go with something yeah, more. Yeah, I was, I was going to you know, think that was little, your first choice. <laughs> a little more uh, obscure. So yeah, Linda Blair is like tough as hell in that movie. Like she's like a mechanic. I think it's like insinuated that she, she, that she rolls in every car. Yeah, she's great. Like it's Linda Blair in like nope. a slasher mm-hmm. film and she's the final girl. And she looks great dressed up in like her Victorian outfit mm-hmm. in the movie, you know, so I also want to say she's all, and this is this isn't necessarily a horror film. It's more an exploitation film. But like, she's the final girl in Savage Streets, and she's fucking awesome in that too. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Linda Blair as Marty. I almost Linda, chose that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, that's <gasps> Savage Streets. Wow. Very savage. Oh, yeah. there you go. We're great minds think alike, alike mm-hmm. Dave. Um, but yeah. So yeah, Linda Linda Blair okay. as Marty from uh, Hell Knight. What okay. about you, Dave? Uh, all right, so you know what? All right, yeah, I guess I'll go. All right, mine is Cody Culp from the amazing <laughs> class of 1999. That is my Instagram handle, and for everybody that doesn't know it yet, you're gonna get this is why this is my Instagram handle. Class of 1999 is a sci-fi horror blast that is perfect in every way. 
Android teachers, futuristic gangs, amazing dialogue. This movie has it all. And the main dude, Cody Culp, is so fucking cool. <laughs> Very well written. Now, tell me if you agree with this. A very well-written character. Uh, you aren't given much of a reason to dislike him, but he's also not painted picture-perfect either. No. And, like I said, it's my Instagram handle for a reason. He's just a cool... Like, he's just a really cool character. I think one of my friends recently messaged me and was like, yo, Cody Culp is really fucking cool. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why it's my Instagram handle. <laughs> that's so, a good pick. <laughs> that, that's that's my choice. And listen, I cannot not close out my answer with this line because he says it in the movie. And he goes, I'm a black heart for life, whether I like it or not. That's the gang, that's the gang he tried to leave. <laughs> I just watched Class of 1999 recently. It's so good. It's amazing. I love that movie. It is great. <laughs> All right, Tom, what about you? It, it was this was a tough one because like obviously the staple and the classic is the Laurie Strode like yeah, of course. Jamie Lee Curtis fantastic um and then and every Friday has one but I, honestly I have to go with I was gonna go with Nancy from the original Nightmare on Elm Street just because she is a very powerful authoritative yeah. figure who defy like subverts the expectations and really survives that movie but I I have to go with Jesse from Nightmare Two. I love oh, Jesse. I love That's this. a good one. I love this. <laughs> That's a Jesse great one. So he's a great character that had a really unfortunate, like Mark, the guy who played him, was a closeted gay man in the '80s during that time. And there's an unfortunate and parallel between the way the book, the movie was written, and him being a gay man. But like to see that movie have such a revival now, and like a cult, like a strong queer following. And like he goes to you know conventions and people love watching that movie and there's a lot he's just so authentic in the movie <laughs> yeah. too like he's just so like he's so fun and innocent so it's really tragic to see this awful shit happen to him and just everybody's doubting him like this yeah. awful terrible thing is coming out of him Too's and great. the world is just doubting him and like his best friend his one like connection to everything gets murdered by him yeah it's That's really. Definitely... Great, that's definitely that's a, a great, really good one. Great pick, Tom. Great pick, Tom. Totally agree. What about you, Sammy? <sighs> this was this was hard. Okay, so my pick was Sarah Carter from The Descent. Mm, um, that's okay. definitely a good one. That's a great yeah, one. Yeah, it was yeah, it, it was between it was between that and Ash from Evil Dead, but I feel like I wanted to just go with a lady. Um, so I got, I chose that one because of like the journey that she goes on. Yeah. Like she finds out her best friend was like sleeping with her man. It's literally and a descent. Yeah. Like in the cave <laughs> yeah. with just like a bunch of fucking animals and creatures, whatever they are. I think she just like, I, watching that film is, it, it gives me so much anxiety because the way that like, it's filmed like the dark, narrow, tight spaces. You can literally hear nothing but them breathing. I'm like, I felt for this girl so much. And I absolutely love the way that it ends with her just like surrendering yeah. herself to this cave and just fucking accepting her fate. She's like, cool, I'm just one with these creatures. Now, I absolutely love, love, love her as a final girl for sure. That's a great, that's a great choice. That's these another really, choices. yeah, all great yeah. picks. That's another yeah. really depressing 
ending oh, to the yeah. movie. But it's such a good mm-hmm. movie. Such a great so, movie. Yeah. If I, if so I could say one thing, I I had a bonus. I'm going to say bonus final yeah. girl right now. I, I forgot her name. But the girl from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface, the third one. Yeah. I love her because she starts off as like kind of like your typical like, oh, I'm afraid. I'm, you know, running away. Yeah. And then she gets fucking nuts. And yeah. like yeah. she gets crazy. And, yeah. and, I, and I love the ending when she gets she gets picked up or she she runs over somebody or something. And she goes, there's roadkill all over <laughs> Texas. Yeah. It's just so weird. She's a great final girl. And that's I feel like nobody one. ever gives her, like, nobody ever mentions her. And that movie's, that's a lot of fun, that movie. Yeah, so, yeah. That's a great line, too. <laughs> there's roadkill all, road all, road all over Texas. <laughs> Pretty goddamn good, you backwoods motherfucker. This is from Anthony, Anthony Michael Angelo. What's your favorite weapon? that was used in any any film or any which way real quick what like signature weapon from a movie do you like what's your favorite uh, mine's the I've butcher all, knife from halloween Tom, i've okay. always been Tom, i've ahead. always been a machete guy i've always okay. loved that machete the way that jason wheels that fucking machete man it's just <laughs> it's like nothing else sammy oh, um <laughs> freddy freddy's fingers that's iconic yeah. as well Mm-hmm. Dave? Uh, I like the buzzsaw in High Tension. Oh, that's definitely oh. a great one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's definitely a good that's one. A, that's a fucked up movie. <laughs> it's it's been a while for movie. me. It's that a great, great movie. I was, so, hard. without doing any spoilers, I was going to use, that was another, that was going to be another pick for my final girl, final boy uh, choice, because that's an interesting yeah, way, that's a good looking one. Looking at a fine, yeah. But either way, anyone hasn't seen High Tension, you should see it. That's a dope. Do I? You know what? I haven't seen it in a few years. That's a. I might revisit that later. It's great. Movie, that is. It's great. That is a great movie. I have it on Blu-ray. I think so. I have to yeah. pop that in and give it another watch. It's it's been a minute. Um, the next question is from Nick Thirteen, and his question is pretty simple one. Favorite Halloween day tradition. Dave, we might have talked about this in a previous episode. Um, I have two quick ones for me. I usually like to get pizza late at night, and I like going to Halloween parties. I try to go to at least one Halloween party. You know, it'd be nice on Halloween day or around Halloween day. That's usually the tradition. If If I'm not having one or... Sammy and I's mother's not having one or a friend's having one. I try to have one. So right. a mm-hmm. Halloween party, even a small get-together is always fun. It's something I've tried to do the last few years, you know, the fa- last few Halloweens. Sammy, okay. what's yours? Your, your, your favorite Halloween um, day tradition? I love just putting on a Halloween playlist. That's a like, def- definitely... Uh, a Halloween like made playlist though because I don't you know I can only listen to Monster Mash so many times but like some (laughs) deep cuts that you hear in a lot of horror films I'll put on there um so that for sure and then I mean you know we don't get to do it anymore but um instead of trick-or-treating I guess like getting the 50% off candy like the next day (laughs) okay that's always good that's a good tradition (laughs) yeah (laughs) Tom what about you Favorite I like, Halloween day I always tradition. visit I always visit my my family, my mom. All it's right. always nice. We walk around a little bit and just watch the trick or treaters. 
Um, but I think this even goes into one of the other questions, but like pizza is such a staple yeah. of Halloween. It is such, it, it, I think it's embedded in me since being a kid. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, what we used to do is we used to, my sister and I would go nuts. We would love to decorate the whole house for Halloween. And then on Halloween, after we trick or treat, we'd always invite all the neighbors and everybody to come over. We'd eat pizza. Like it's so, it's such an ingrained thing in me to have pizza on halloween yeah. that even now pizza is still like i like I, i'm if I, dave i'm seeing on halloween if i'm seeing anyone on halloween we're getting pizza i don't fucking care <laughs> okay yeah, right. pizza is life <laughs> i am gonna see you on halloween <laughs> dave what's your tradition uh i i always have to get in like a like a neighborhood walk it doesn't even matter it doesn't have, doesn't have to be my neighborhood it just i just have to get out in that halloween atmosphere i need to absorb it so that that is my <laughs> tradition for That's sure. always good. A nice Halloween walk yeah. is. I try to do or, at least one. You know what? You know, I have another myself. one. Uh, uh, coffee, coffee hang on the stoop. All right. Mm. That hang like time. Like early on the morning, stoop. like early morning, <laughs> like six, seven o'clock in the morning. It smells like Halloween. Yeah, it's there you good. go. That aroma, yeah. that Halloween mm. aroma. Yeah. <laughs> All right. the the last The last Instagram question isn't really a question. And I'm 90% short came from like a BS account, which is what's so entertaining about this, this, I guess, statement. But it's from, and the Here name is amazing. The name of this, like this account has two followers it, and they're only following. It might following. be someone we know that's just fucking with us. It has to be because this is a, te- this is a terrible page and a terrible name, but their Instagram handle is JLo underscore is underscore underscore God underscore God's masterpiece. That's so, amazing. JLo is God's masterpiece. That's their, that's their, their Instagram handle and their question right. or statement is, and all I want from you guys is a yay or nay shining remake with Ben and JLo as the parents and Becky G as their child needs to happen. Who's no. Becky G? I, I no. have no idea. I don't know Nay. who Becky G is, but no, none of this I love Ben and JLo. Oh, next, next. No. Stanley Kubrick did it great oh the first God. time. It never needs to happen again. I just love how like a bot BS page submitted a question. I don't think to it us. was a bot. But at least I think it was spooky summer. related. Yeah, it, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A, a, a Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck fan Instagram thank, page thank submitted, submitted a question. Thank thank God. It wasn't a bot because they actually they, they actually, answered the like, question. The scenario. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. They asked the question. It would have just been like, you like Ben J. Lo? Question mark. Hey, babe. I just got a kick out of it. I just got a kick out of the fact that a page like that submitted a question. And they don't even follow us, which is they don't barely follow anyone. And and probably somebody you know. Yeah. That's fucking with you. Whoever you are, show yourself. I want to know who's who's running the... I don't want to know who's running the... I want to know who's running the J-Lo is God's masterpiece account. Explain explain who Becky G is to us because we're all too old to know, I guess. We're all old people on the uh, on no the Haunted Hangover uh, podcast. <laughs> I was like, it's funny because I, I think I, uh, I, I told Andrea, I was like, hey, who's Becky G? And she knew. I think it's like a singer or some, some like young up and coming singer, like pop star or some nonsense. So funny. Hilarious. All right, so these next three questions, 
Uh, we'll run through them quickly. Dave and I have, I know for a fact, have talked about these different topics. So these are just for Tom and Sam. Uh, the first one is from a recent guest on the podcast. It's from Halloween is Forever. We had a okay. great, great, great episode with Brian from, from that yeah. show. That was Go a check very them episode. out. He was a great. It was guest. literally, literally the episode before this one. Give that a listen. We covered. We uh, we talked about some uh, some Halloween commercials, some of our favorite Halloween commercials. Uh, but but their question is, what was your favorite childhood candy to get while trick or treating? Sam, you answer that um, first. My favorite candy then and to this day, it's like the miniature uh, Reese's cups that were like full. With the gold foil on them. Okay. Definitely, definitely Still good. My definitely good. What about you, Tom? Mine, mine, mine was always Kit Kats. Okay. That's cool. Kit All right, I'm answering this question one. anyway. I'm answering <laughs> right. this question. Snickers. Yeah, Still, you, I knew you were going to say that. Snickers. We definitely answered this question in a previous right. uh, episode. Whatever. I don't remember what I chose. I, I, I like so many. I'll, let me think right now off the top of my I'll head. I'll eat it all. Yeah, I'll eat it all. It's probably it'll be like a Twix. or Ugh, I, 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 lo- Twix. I love Twix. Yeah, I like Twix. Hey, Twix is good. I'm, I, I like Twix. Cr- I, I just like don't understand. Your teeth. <laughs> I don't understand why they don't make the, the, like the miniature peanut butter Twix. Yeah, that'd I think be that's Ooh. that would be such a fucking great way to make money. Yeah. Also, I'm a freak of nature. Chico t- uh, Chico sticks. Chico sticks. Which, which are great ones too. are those? The coconut. They ri- they- yeah. It's like the orange part. It's like peanut butter, and it has like coconut, and it's orange. It's kind of like never, what's inside of a Butterfinger. They're good. Oh, okay. oh it's really so good. good. They're really good. But that's like a throwback. Like they don't sell those anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. I found them at Dollar Tree like a few months ago, and I I haven't been able to find them again. So I'm yeah. on the hunt, Sammy. I'm on the hunt for those chico sticks. I remember <laughs> us eating those a lot when we were kids. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big thing. All right. So the next question uh, is from Vibes underscore Cleveland. Uh, Dave and I, for a fact, and we kind of just touched on it a few a minute or two ago. Uh, favorite Halloween night junk food? Pizza. Sam. Yeah, pizza. Oh. I figured you were going to say that, Tom. Sammy, what's your favorite Halloween night junk food? So I feel like because you'd only really find them in stores or out during Halloween, it's going to be like apple cider donuts. I always have oh, them that's... in the fridge during the month of October. Okay. Those are good like the, even the Entenmann's ones. Like, I don't care what who makes them. The Hostess, like... They're gonna be. Oh, listen, listen. Let me just tell you something. All those brands, Hostess, Little Debbie, Tasty Cake. I fucking love that shit. Like (laughs) any of those things, any of those things will suffice uh, on on Halloween night. For sure. All the junk food, all the Hostess and Ding Dongs. Honestly, too. Candy. I'm gonna be eating candy all day and night. Yeah. 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 So that's my junk food. Uh, Next question, uh, from. Aqua, Aquama, I'm probably butchering your Instagram handle, Aquama, Aquama, their question Aku is favorite. M-M-A? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's A-Q-U-M-M-A, Aquama. Yeah. Uh, Akuma, maybe? I don't know. Akuma, I don't know. I'm pro- again, I'm, I'm, I'm destroying Akuma Matata. Akuma Matata. Oh, yeah. So their, their question is favorite Halloween memory. Dave, you and I 100% have answered this before. 
Uh, probably different. Probably a different. I have so many that I'm like, oh yeah, I that's know, what they remember me. It's it's kind <laughs> of a vague. It's kind of a question we've answered several times. Yeah. It could be answered many different ways. But real quick, Tom, we'll start with you. Favorite Halloween memory? I think 2003 was the last year that Dave will remember this. The Emory Spookwalk was operating in Mineola. Yes, you guys um, have talked about that before. Which no, like I worked, <laughs> I worked that year, and my Halloween night was spent in a Michael Myers mask, scaring people, story. just living up Halloween, and just that. So that to me is a very special moment. Like the emotions of like the end of the night, knowing that the season is coming to a wrap. But like that was just an impactful memory to me. So, and Dave, I think the guy I sent you, I think the house I sent you, I think that's his in Whitestone. Mm-hmm. I saw. Okay. We well, gotta go check that out on a Thursday. Now, I I wish you guys had maybe like photos. I think Tom, you might have shown me a photo or two from that. Well, night. no, you actually uploaded yeah, some yeah. Fi- a video footage of it from my grandmother. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's a great video. <laughs> it's on, and Tom yeah. Tom converted it. What? And, yes. Yeah. That is awesome. It's up yeah. on the uh, Haunted Hangover YouTube channel. I probably have to oh, share wow. that. On I don't think the, I've uh, seen that. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to now. I'll probably share it on the on the, actually like on our Instagram. And you can hear like 11 year old yeah. me saying dumb shit. Like oh, oh. You, you, you definitely hear <laughs> me saying dumb shit. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a great little time capsule. Yeah. Of your experience that year. What about you, Sammy? What's your uh, favorite Halloween memory? Well, I would have to say. Like Tom said, like every Halloween is special because it's like we wait all year round for this special day and it's gone so fast. Um, But I think it's a more recent memory. For the first time, I spent Halloween, Halloween day in New Orleans, and it was one of the coolest experiences ever. I would go every year for Halloween if I could, simply because everyone who does celebrate Halloween in New Orleans, like clearly came out, like brought out the big guns. Every single person is like dressed up to the nines. They're not just like there with like, you know, a hockey mask and like whatever, a t-shirt. Like everybody is fully dressed up, having the time of their lives. It was so fun. Uh, I dressed up like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy with my friend and sang karaoke. It was awesome. (laughs) I've been meaning to plan a trip to New Orleans on Halloween. Andrea and I were going to try to do that this year, but it didn't work out. So maybe next year, because I remember Definitely. you telling me how much fun you had and how people are dressed so up fun. in the street, acting wild, getting crazy. So maybe yeah. next year we might uh, try to plan that as a as a trip because it's just it mm-hmm. just sounds like a good time. Hey, Odie, old boy, you know what Halloween night is? Yeah, well, take that stupid pumpkin off your head and I'll tell you. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into some of these Twitter questions. So the first one's from at Epic Film Guys. Another, uh, they're a horror podcast. They always support us. Big uh, shout out to them. Check them out. And their question is: Garfield's Halloween special or Mr. Boogity? Uh, I remember Garfield. the Halloween one, but I'm not sure. I don't remember Mr. Boogity. Can you shine a little light on that? So uh, I okay. I'll be honest. It's a, it's a Disney like a oh, made yes. for I'm Disney. Looking, I'm looking it up. Mr. Boogity, yeah. I so I'm gonna be honest. Like both of these are not my go-to Halloween. Oh, okay. Specials. I remember this now. Okay. I um, have to say something. Garfield's Halloween. I'm 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 guilty of this. I'm not the biggest Garfield fan. I like 
I remember oh, I the love Garfield. that special. I remember it. I haven't watched it in years. Mr. Boogity, <laughs> I remember uh, it, like reruns of it every October on the Disney Channel as a kid. I actually mm-hmm. rewatched it, what, uh, maybe a year or two ago, randomly. And I just remember like the kids in the house and Mr. Boogity's there and he's... I, I'll be honest, it's not the most memorable thing in the world because I'm having trouble no, it's remembering kinda it. it's kind of weird. It's a weird... It's a weird... I remember like stuff from it. Like I said, I recently watched it, which goes to show you, I only watched it maybe a year or two ago. It doesn't have that much of an impact. It didn't have that much Mm -hmm. of an impact on me because I don't remember too much about it. I just, again, I remember the family moving into the house and Mr. Mm Boogity's there and his design is really cool. Um, I'm assuming again that none of you are too familiar. Dave probably. A little bit. Tom and Sam, you guys might be too young. I remember liking it. I remember liking the way the movie felt, like or yes. you know the, whatever, the main for TV movie felt. Yes. Um, it has like kind of like a dingy feel, like look to it. I I, I remembered it, but I th- if I if I have to go with something though, I'm gonna say Garfield. Yeah, yeah. Garfield. I've got to go so back I, and watch that one. After I got this question, I immediately went and watched the Halloween Adventure. It's Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Yes, the Halloween Adventure, and it's on YouTube. It's 25 minutes long. And I was like, oh, my God, I wish I watched this sooner. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is. And there are, like, four songs that are strictly made for this special. Um, it's so good. Garfield is, like, on a mission to go and get candy because he's, like, a fat, lazy cat. And maybe I'm biased, <laughs> but I have a fat, lazy cat, and that excites me very much. And I also am, like, a huge cartoon nerd, so I actually do like Garfield. But I watched it today, and I was like... This is so funny. Yeah. I love it. It was so good. They, uh, him and, um, what is his name? Odie, the dog? Oh, yeah, Odie. 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 They go on like a little adventure dressed as pirates getting candy. Yep. It's so cute. It's I, so good. I haven't watched it's it so good. probably, Sammy, since you go were born. Go watch it after this. Probably. It's so good. I, I think the last right. time I watched Garfield's Halloween adventure, Sammy was like one or two. It's and been it's a so very crazy. Like the first three minutes. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. I, I have a question that's... Not exactly Halloween related, but it's related to Garfield. What is it? Who's better, Heathcliff or Garfield? Garfield. Garfield. I'll probably go with Garfield he- too. Heathcliff. Heathcliff, <laughs> one fucking million percent. Heathcliff didn't have a Halloween special. Heathcliff, <laughs> dude, Heathcliff was the fucking punk of the fucking cat world. He was. You can't go wrong with Heathcliff. Yeah, all I remember I about know. Heathcliff was that intro music. It's like always Heathcliff, stuck in my Heathcliff, head. Heathcliff, no one yeah. should terrorize yeah. your neighborhood. Yo, Heathcliff is so much better than fucking Garfield. I've just never been no. a big fan of either one Gar- of them. Garfield's like, relatable, though. Yeah. He hates Mondays and he loves lasagna. <laughs> there you go. And like, he has a Halloween duh. special. Same. Yes. You're, you're uh, now right, I Tom. have to see if Heathcliff has a, a Halloween special. It might. And if if, right if Heathcliff has a Halloween special, we're we'll definitely covering this question. that. Yes, we'll we're, watch it okay. and revisit this question. We're gonna have to do a. But I guarantee have to do a spe- you, it does uh, not have episode. a theme song. Yes, <laughs> probably, probably not. not. A Halloween not. theme song. I want to go back and watch Heathcliff and this Garfield Halloween adventure. Heathcliff's special. amazing. He's so good. I've got, I, I, honestly, it's been a very long time for me personally, with uh, both of these shows. So. I was just gonna say, like the 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 first like two minutes of the 
which is so crazy, like how much cartoons have changed. But the first two minutes of that special, the TV comes on and there's like a, a scary clown that's like, hey, if you're not trick-or-treating, you're an idiot. And I was <laughs> like, oh amazing. my God. Cool. It was like, hey kids, if you're cool not trick-or-treating tomorrow, you're an <laughs> that idiot. That's not happening today. <laughs> no, not at all. It's so, it was so good. I loved it. <laughs> All so right. I'm glad we got asked this question because I would have never had the opportunity to go and watch it. So there you I go. To watch that. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Epic Film guys, for submitting this Thank one you. to us because uh, yeah. you 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 woke up my uh, my sister's appetite, I guess, for uh, Garfield Halloween specials. It. So <laughs> it emerged. She's she wants to, it. Yeah. It inspired her to go uh, watch it. So there you go, Sammy. You've you've been exposed to something new. Hey, I've been meaning to talk to you. I'm Heathcliff. I run this block, and you can't go around calling me purple. Oh, 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 oh. All right, let's uh, let's get into this next question from Mojo's Work, and they're asking: match eighty slasher villains, Freddy, Jason, Myers, etc., with their favorite Halloween candy, and why? Um. I cheated a little bit and added Ghostface to this because I know Tom loves mm. loves Scream. So I wanted to give Tom. We each are gonna take one and and just exp- like what's their favorite Halloween candy. Um, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I went with Michael Myers, and his candy specifically is the candy corn in the shape of pumpkins. That's what Michael Myers, <laughs> the, the specifically the ones that are like little pumpkins. That's what Michael yeah. Myers, that would be his favorite Halloween candy in my book. That's what I think he'd eat on Halloween night. When he's not killing people, he takes off his mask. Takes a break. <laughs> takes a break and he's, he's munching on those little pumpkin uh, candy corn pieces. All right, Sam, what's, uh, what's, uh, what are you going with? I love, I love this question. I also like that you, you paired us with, yes. with, Slashers, you know that we love. So I have Freddy Krueger, and I chose Atomic Fireballs. Okay. Because I feel like he can handle the heat. No pun intended. <laughs> that's a good one. That's definitely a very yeah. fitting of Freddy Krueger. Yeah. So that's Atomic good. Fireballs. All right, Tom. What about you? This is a tough one because it's. I mean. I'm going with the original Scream, so sorry if this is spoiling <laughs> any spoilers right now. But I have to decide between what Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich would eat. And I think that there's such complaint. I feel like Matthew Lillard is the kind of asshole that likes to put together the candy cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, <laughs> that, that makes eat sense. it one Skeet layer Ulrich. at a time. I can yeah, see Skeet that. Skeet Ulrich is very much a straight and narrow. He wants to have his efficient you know, Twix candy bar, <laughs> but the Twix comes in a package of two. So maybe because it's two people playing one character, yeah. that would be like that. Twix would be the ultimate Twix would be the ghost face candy. They could share the right and left Twix. Exactly. They go. can share. That's such there a good, go. that's so, such a good answer. I'm giving, I'm giving Jason baby Ruth. Okay. I love that. Oh, he's just a baby boy. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Why are you going with Baby Ruth, Dave? Um, I don't know. It's either Baby Ruth or Snickers. But uh, I seems think, like I something think, his mom would give him. Yeah, I think Baby Ruth is a little um. Okay. Baby Ruth. <sighs> yeah, he's I'm really dissecting this. Yeah, I I don't know. That's just what I'm pairing with. That's what's coming to my mind immediately. Baby Ruth. 
That's like that's like the last like Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mom. That'd be like the last candy on the shelves or like that the trick or treaters are giving us. She's like, here, Jason, have a baby, Ruth. And he's just like, ooh, candy. He would probably love it. it. Yeah. He'd love it. I could see Jason uh munching that. on some baby Ruths. For sure. Um, and then real quick, Chucky sure. and Leatherface. <laughs> what would they between too. the four of us? What would they? What would they eat? I, this is what I'd say. I could see Chucky munching on some Swedish fish. Do you guys agree with me? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think Leatherface is gonna eat a Butterfinger. <laughs> I like that. Sure. I like that. That's sure. good. I chose. I chose for Leatherface. I thought Tootsie Rolls because nobody wants. Oh them. yeah, no one and wants Leatherface those. seems like he would be really appreciative if anybody gave him any candy. <laughs> they- yeah. That's definitely a a good a good. Uh, those are two good picks. He'd be for, like, uh, each oh, of you know, two. wait, wait. You know what would be good for Leatherface? Cowtails. You remember Cowtail? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. With the white, it's a caramel with like a white center, right, Dave? Yes. Cowtails are like a caramel like cylinder with like like a like a candy cream in the middle type of thing. <laughs> that I think cowtails. They're actually pretty good. <laughs> Um, I think it goes well with. I think it matches up with Leatherface perfectly. Yeah, I could see him him munching on some of those. He would he would pick a really rare, like not even rare, but like. Well, weird that's what choice, I'm saying. Like, and, and, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. All right, and then our last question, I think, is definitely a good one as well. This is one of my. This is one of my personal favorites out of all mm-hmm. the questions we got. Um, and this is from Halloween Addict. And the question is, this is a desert island question. Okay. You're being shipped off to a desert island, and you could only bring one book, one movie, and one song to represent Halloween. What are they? <laughs> so, like, there's, like... People on this island who have don't know what the real world is, and you have to show them, hey, there's this great thing called Halloween. There you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what it is in these three things. That's a good way of putting it. They weren't that okay. sp- right. specific in the question, but I do no, like that scenario. I, I do like yeah. that scenario. So, Sammy, yeah. what are your picks? Yeah, since, oh, since you came oh, up with you the guys scenario, are not ready. We, I want to hear these picks. You're not ready. Okay. I chose, now I didn't want to just choose things that were spooky. I wanted to choose things that were more specific to Halloween okay. that I personally enjoy. Okay. So for the book, I chose Haunted Mask. Okay. Sorry, Louis, if that was your choice. Yeah, 100% was. <laughs> I know it was. I felt like it was, but I don't think anything represents Halloween more than the Haunted Mask. I agree. It, it's, and even aside from Halloween, it's amazing. Um, for my movie, this is my personal favorite Halloween movie. One of my, one of my favorites, not my most favorite. Casper. That's a great pick as well. I actually just watched that the other day. I love that movie. (laughs) That movie is so good. And it specifically like ends on Halloween. We find out Casper turns out to be like a total hottie. Like (laughs) it's such a good movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of was going back and forth a lot. I, obviously, Nightmare Before Christmas is, like, an obvious choice, I think. Yeah. But also, it, it, there's Christmas elements in it, too. So I just wanted to do something that was Halloween-y, right? And Hocus Pocus is played out. Oh. And then, for my Ooh, that's song... That's a bold statement, Sammy. That's a bold statement. 
<laughs> That's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I didn't say it was a bad movie. I just said it was an obvious choice. Okay. And then for my song, I I was kind of at a toss up with this. This is my my personal my song. Yes. I chose the that final scene, that song in the guest. Oh, Antonio. Oh, yeah. Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Antonio. Because of that scene, that's an amazing when song. When they're in like that makeshift haunt in the in the school, yeah, it just makes me think of Halloween. That song, <laughs> that entire soundtrack reminds me. Like I think of Halloween. So that's a great song. Those yeah. are those so are those definitely are three. three great. Those are three great picks. And I definitely I chose the haunted mask. Chose each one. No, that's that's perfectly yeah. fine. That's what that's what okay. that's what we want here. Um, and it's funny, I had a feeling you were going to pick the Haunted Mask. Funny enough, I did too. Uh, let me just go into my picks, then we'll go into uh, Tom and yeah. Dave. Um, so yeah, Sammy, the Haunted Mask is my book um, on this desert island. I chose Halloween, John Carpenter's original 1978 Halloween. It's my favorite movie. I mm-hmm. think it's a perfect horror film. Dave and I cheap plug we've been covering all the halloween films on patreon so if you haven't subscribed or joined our patreon i should say go do that and check out our uh, our our adventure through the entire franchise and i and i talk about my love for the original halloween and our that. journey through the halloween franchise <laughs> our journey through the halloween franchise it's been a long journey we're not even halfway with them yet <laughs> as the as of the uh the time of this recording um, but yeah, Halloween would be would be the the film, the movie, and song. My pick is kind of kind of typical. It's not anything too deep cut. I'm going with Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party. The reason why I think if I'm if I'm on a desert island and you know I want to explain to someone or I'm just listening to a song. It's going to be mm-hmm. Dead Man's Party. It reminds me of Halloween. It reminds me of Halloween parties. That album from beginning to end, because most people focus on this song and uh, Weird Science, which are two great songs. They're overplayed, but they are good songs. But the rest of the album reminds me of Halloween as well. But this is probably a song I never get sick of, even though I've heard it a million times. Right. So yeah, that Oingo was Boingo's. also something I considered with the question. It's like you're not going to choose a song that's gonna you're going to be like, oh my god, turn off. Yeah, the yeah. Mash. I heard it a thousand. The times. Monster Mash would I'd go crazy if I heard that. I, I get I yeah, go crazy hearing it now because I've heard it a million times. But yeah, Dead Man's yeah. Party is my song. So Halloween for the movie, The Haunted Mask for the book, and uh, Dead Man's Party for my song. And to go back really mm-hmm. quick on the Haunted Mask before uh, I ask Tom his picks. Yeah, that book, I agree with you, Sammy. That's a mm-hmm. perfect, perfect, like, story that's centered around okay. Halloween. And and the book is just as good as the... And we've talked about the uh, Goosebumps TV episode of, of, mm-hmm. the, of The Haunted Mask. But yeah, the book, perfect Halloween story. I, I love it. It's inspired so me to, to make this... For, it, it inspired me, like, to create Haunted Hangover and all my film stuff and things like that, so... Very important, very important book. All right, Tom, your three picks: Desert Island, Desert Island uh, Halloween right. picks. I, I, the way I took it is like, oh, you, you're a lot on a desert island. It's just you by yourself. Yes. So I, I kind of did it with that thought in mind. Um, the book, I had to think about it because I'm not an avid reader. Mm-hmm. I would like to do it more, but it's hard with ADHD and my attention span. Okay. 
But there was a book I really enjoyed. It came out like I think two years ago. It was written by the guy, the YouTube guys. I think I know Louis familiar with them, Rhett and Link. Yes. <laughs> they wrote a book that's like it's inspired by their childhood memories of them going on adventures as kids in a small North Carolina town. It's uh called The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek. Okay. It's just a coming of age story of like three best friends, like hanging out, trying to figure out like this town's dark secret. It was really, I enjoy it. It's not based on Halloween, but it's, it's one of those like really cool, creepy urban legend, late summer stories that really does have like this horror element to it. I genuinely loved it. So I wouldn't mind taking time to read it again or listening to it. Um, so movie, I'd have to go Halloween four. Okay. Halloween four just <laughs> yeah, that's has the best atmosphere of Halloween. Mm -hmm. I love watching it. I love watching Doctor, you know, Sam Loomis going wild. The favorite scene in that movie is when he's in the car with the priest, and the priest is just as crazy as he is, and Loomis has to reflect and realize, like, oh yeah, this guy is nuts like I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, and song, I fucking, I mean, I love all their music, and obviously an easier pick would have been to go with anything that Danzig was a part of, but I genuinely love Dig Up Her Bones. Like, the Misfits Dig Up Her Bones, that music video is nothing but fake Cut tombstones in a song. graveyard. <laughs> yeah. So, like, though, that would be my pick for this Halloween Desert Island. That's probably, Tom, that's probably the only, like, Michael Graves-era Misfits song I actually really like. I don't really listen to the... I, I'm, I'm the dancing Misfits fan. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> I that's mean, honestly, fuck, fuck Michael me. Graves. He's kind of a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. But uh, but that song, and I think that album, actually, um, Famous Monsters and American Psycho, those aren't bad. There's some really been, good bangers on I those. haven't listened to yeah. those two albums in like a million years. I listen to like old school Misfits all the time, but those two, I'll have oh, yeah. to revisit them because it's been probably since I was in high school. I don't think I've listened to those two albums. Um, you know, most people are like, Dancing Era Misfits is the best over... Michael Graves Well, of course, which it's I get. It's a different He's a classic. The yeah. music sounds so different. It's yeah, very different. Very, very, it's very different. Dave, what about you? So, strictly Halloween speaking, book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I don't know if you remember okay. that book. That Perfect. was um, those illustrations. Not scary that was stories. My second choice. Not not scary stories. The one the, uh, with the illustrations by Stephen Gamel. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which was a. Uh, mm -hmm. Small, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. Sorry. Um, just for confusion, because I feel some people might confuse that with scary stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay, and song, T-S-O-L, Red Shadows. That's <laughs> yes. a perfect a whole album. Okay, reminds me of Halloween. Uh, the entire vibe of that song, the whole album, everything is just, to me, is Halloween. And movie would be Flesh Eater. Yeah, no one ever talks about Flesh Eater. We have to cover that on the podcast, I feel, in the future, because I, I do want to, to uh, revisit it and talk about it a little more. Um, I think all I think we all picked Great Desert Island. Yeah, I think they're like definitely. great picks for everything. So This was definitely a great question. This was a great question. All the questions yeah. were great. These were all a, a bunch of great, great questions everyone submitted. And thank you, guys, for submitting these questions want to just thank all the listeners and people that follow us on social media and all that because, you know, it's just fun. It's fun to not, like, always pick the topic we're going to talk about. So, like, it's just fun to kind of be all yeah. over the place and just shoot mm -hmm. the shit 
and you're getting the entire haunted hangover squad in this one so mm-hmm. you're getting all you're getting uh you're getting halloween from all different uh from all the all the different spectrums <laughs> across all of our personal experiences so yeah yeah thank you thank you guys for submitting all these questions means a lot to us trick or treat motherfucker so that was our Halloween hangout. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover, and be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash hauntedhangover31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... Marbles! <laughs> the first time you're getting everybody in on First it. time, the everybody first time on, the, on the time. <laughs> That was amazing. Together. Amazing. (laughs) Catch you guys later.